welcome to episode 47 of our Psych Art Podcast series. I'm Abby, and today we'll be discussing the importance of community within the practice of groundedness with our special guest, Grant Brecht. So how are you today, Grant? Good, Abby. Going really uh, well, and I hope uh, everybody listening to this is uh, as well. Uncertain times continue, but uh, it's taking it easy and making the most of things and trying to keep ourselves in a good sense of well-being because we practice groundedness regularly. Yes, definitely. All right, so let's begin with our podcast. So let's give everyone, our guests, a reminder of what does groundedness mean? Basically, groundedness is taking on the journey of life in a flexible, adaptable, rational, positive and solution-focused manner so that we don't stress ourselves out. We don't fill ourselves up with a whole range of problems, but we tackle the challenges that are there in a flexible, uh, adaptable and solution-focused manner. So it is making sure that we're mindful about the way we go about it, enjoying the journey, keeping ourselves well-balanced, making sure that we don't get too emotional about things, but we look at how can we use our strategic thinking and behavioural skills to get things done uh, as well as possible. And also, uh, as we spoke about last time in the series, Abby, that every now and then stuff will happen that we don't want to happen, and it's a pain in the butt, but see it just as that, shrug it off, have a bit of a grizzle for a while, don't bang your head on the wall too often because you'll bleed, but just, you know, accept that, hey, stuff happens, being down for a certain period of time and, you know, having a bit of a whinge is fine as long as we don't get into a victim role. So groundedness is taking on an ownership role for doing life well. Okay, great. Thanks for that, Grant. So now we know what groundedness is. And so why is community listed within groundedness? Community is listed uh, within the practice of groundedness, Abby, because it is one of the major areas that will help keep us in a state of well-being and help stave off mental health issues such as anxiety and depressive disorders. Human beings are sociable animals and we need a sense of community. We need to be connected and engaged with others on a regular basis in a supportive manner to feel good and to experience a sense of well-being uh, and meaning in our life. So that's why community and being part of community and forming communities is really very important. Mm, Definitely. And so what are the signs that you need to develop this sense of community? Well, We ought to be doing it anyway without any real signs, to be honest. Uh, So once again, in life, preparation and being proactive is so important. So build good relationships with others. Say hello to the little shopkeepers. Say good morning to people when you're walking down the footpath or the verge in your area or where you work. Don't disengage. Don't stay away from others. But wherever possible, connect. Reach out to others if there's something that you can do. Make sure that you listen to people if they bring up situations 
that are bothering them, ask them, are you okay? Engage in fun activities with others, you know, go on picnics, play your, uh, your casual sport or your sporting activities with others, do things, contribute and do things that build a sense of purpose around a team and we, not just for me. Yeah, definitely. And also, especially during this time of COVID where some people may be separated or unable to see um, certain friends or family or different groups in their community, it's always a good way. You can either FaceTime them, a quick message, send it off, or even just a telephone call will also be a good way to still feel that sense of community and belonging. And so how does a community impact your mental health? Community gives you purpose. A community gives you engagement. A community gives you reason and something to look forward to uh, on a daily uh, basis. And it, it allows you to have short-term, medium-term and longer-term goals in, in life that are relevant. And it assists then, if you're engaged constructively with others, in terms of having uh, positive emotions, in terms of building tight relationships. And I'm not talking about getting tribal. That can be very, very negative. But I'm talking about building good community cultures where we get tasks done together and we support each other in getting those tasks done together. Tribalism is often about, it's about me or a few we, and we will pit ourselves against others and we will try and have more or get more or do things to make us look better or be better or at least a sense of better than others. So tribalism, as we know, both at work and around the world can be deadly when we pit each other against each other. I'm right, you're wrong type tribalism is not uh, good. And we need to look outside the family unit when we build community as well. It's easy to be connected with people in the family at times, but we need to make sure that we connect with other families in our community. Yeah, and so you already touched on a bit of the second question coming up. And so it is, what can a community offer that an individual cannot offer? It offers that sense of uh, support and connectedness. And tied to that then, as we were talking about earlier, is less depression and less anxiety. So more positive emotions. I'm really looking forward to seeing Sue and Bob and Stan and Frida this afternoon. I'm really looking forward to catching up with them, having a chat about what they're going or about, you know, how can we get that thing in our community fixed? How can we get cheaper electricity prices for our, uh, our community? How can we build a centre for use so they're not playing on their uh, digital apparatus all the time, but they're out at the skate rink? or they've uh, got a place to ride their bikes, or I'm looking forward, you know, to taking my dog for a walk down the park, letting them off the leash and running around together and just having a chat with other dog um, owners. It gives us just this sense of purpose and meaning. And it's we tend to have more depressive disorders, higher levels of anxiety disorders when we're disengaged and we don't have a sense of purpose and meaning and just things on a daily basis that we're looking forward 
to doing with others. We also need our own time and, you know, time by ourselves to think through things, get things done. That's beautiful and that's great. But it is the sense of purpose and connectedness and engagement that is just so important for the well-being of uh, human beings and uh, their vitality. Yeah, definitely. And so to finish off, if people don't have a community that they're currently engaging with, how would you recommend them finding one? Go searching. And now, you know, you can do things like search on the internet. Is there a, a group of people that have similar hobby interests as you do? Are there bush care groups around that you could join? Are there sporting activities uh, around and sporting groups that you could go and talk to about what sort of opportunities do they have for you to either play or to be, you know, at least be a helper and administrator and turn up on game day and engage in others in, in running the canteen or whatever that might be. But don't sit back. The major thing I would like to get through to people Abby, is don't sit back and expect it to come to you, community to come to you. You go out and find communities that are positive and constructive for you to belong to, communities that are doing things, that are engaged, that are not just, you know, talking about what's not right in the community, but are actually doing things about it, if that is the case. People that are have got hobbies, that have got interests that are similar to you or that you can help out. And that might be things like, you know, helping out in the men's shed. It might be things like doing meals on wheels for others, helping out to serve food at a homeless shelter. There's a stack of community things that we can actually do at a paid and unpaid level that will give us that sense of meaning and pursuit. But the major thing is go out and get it. And you might not always find it tomorrow, but if you keep persevering, you will find it the day after or the day after that. But it is so important. It is one of those things that, you know, don't become a victim to loneliness and living alone. Get out and become part of the community. It's good for you and it's good for others. Yeah, so as we just heard, there's definitely a wide variety of community groups that do cater for different interests, activity levels, like there's both the sport ones that are both social or even more competitive, reading groups, hiking groups, there's plenty of activities out there that we recommend everyone signing up and having a go at. And so that's all we have today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks, Graham, as well, for your answers today. And tune in to our next episode of PsychUp. Thanks very much, Abby, and continue to enjoy your community at work and at home. Mm-hmm.